0: I was uh, watching Frasier as we do, and man, Fra- Daphne was getting married. And Frasier, he had the hiccups for some reason, and he said he was going to pay for Daphne's flowers. So she was like, I'll pay for your wedding flowers. But he hiccupped after the word wedding, so he just said, I'll pay for your wedding. And then before he could say flowers, she's like, Oh, thank you, Mr. Crane. uh You're so lovely. You're helping me out so much. But. Instead of being like, oh, crap, I have to pay for it, he got way too into it. So instead of, like, letting Daphne make any of her wedding choices, he made them all for her, uh, including having a harp instead of, like, a DJ um, and uh, having a delicious mushroom meal. And instead of having whatever she liked, she's like, I don't like mushrooms. And it reminded me of you, Pat, of Fraser just saying, no, you'll like these mushrooms. Try them. Oh, you've got to try it. Trust me. You'll thank me later. And uh, she she said, no! That's what my mother always said, Frasier Crane, you piece of shit. Also, at the time, uh, Niles was dating a sex worker, and it was very funny. Do Do you guys ever watch 90s sitcoms? In a galaxy far, far away, three buddies get together to talk about the hit show the mandalorian i'm your host today tim lanning and joining me as always is pat edwards hey all my buddies and jane Ritt.
1: hey buddies
0: hey jane uh today's episode is chapter 12 the siege what what, what are we call in
1: this fourth episode <laughs>
2: season two episode
1: point. four episode yeah. 12
2: right chapter 12 <laughs> <laughs> the siege um
1: chapter 17 installment 6 uh subsection l <laughs> the siege
0: i want my best guard box back there's no siege <laughs> here. This no siege are going on i here. mean
2: you saw my note i put my very oh, dumb oh i haven't oh well my very very dumb brain for the first like minute mm-hmm. or two was oh that's a cool nickname <laughs> i wonder who the siege is going to be
0: that's funny. I'm surprised I didn't think that because that is very much something that my, my brain would have been like, oh. Well, because so the, the yeah. previous
2: three episodes have been named the something and that something is mm-hmm. a person. The passenger. Who is it? The... The...
0: Well, the yeah, because they didn't do a siege. So maybe, maybe uh, the wet boy, it, his name is siege. I don't yeah. believe that's the case.
1: They but... did a raid. They did it was an inversion.
2: The raid. I think the raid. The Would have been good. Yeah. Or the, the splody heist.
0: Yeah, yeah the infiltration uh i the watched have you guys have you guys seen the raid the movie Yeah. No. i keep
2: meaning to i hear yeah, such good things
0: so i kept meaning to for nine years and then um uh yesterday no friday uh uh for our hit podcast naruto revuto we do a monthly movie night and we're always like okay so we want to do uh uh episodes about like our video or move watch movies that kind of like Touch with uh, the anime, and so like we oh let's do a rad action one. And let me tell you, friends, after nine years of stewing on how good the raid is, and haven't seen it before, and then watched it for the first time on Friday, that movie is so goddamn good. It is like so fucking good. It is you have to watch it. It's okay. amazing. It's like some of the best action sequences I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and uh, really shows you how fucking sick uh uh lean storytelling is and how good like a basic trope is like okay bad guys at the top of this apartment building he owns the apartment building we gotta get to the top of the apartment building he has two wild uh uh, sidekicks uh let's go it's so good it's so good
2: i heard it's very video game-esque where it's like basically ascending levels
0: to the boss fight. exactly Exactly. Yeah, because there's then there's like sub bosses. Yeah, and, and one of the bosses like comes back and, and then she, like, like has multiple forms. It's, it's so good.
2: The hero at one point finds an entire roasted chicken behind a garbage can and then it magically yes. heals his bullet wounds. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. The force, there's nothing like that other than like they they fight in a, one of my favorite tropes is they fight in a uh, a drug room and that's like that's like a hit thing for movies, but. He didn't take the drugs to be stronger, unfortunately. <laughs> Anyways, that's what should have happened in this episode. Just kidding. What did you guys think, broadly speaking, of the siege?
1: I did not care for it. Oh. Which is a very rare reaction for me. I mean, I didn't mind it, but I felt like my reaction to this episode was exactly what i was hearing from you two about episode two like i was like this is me getting those feelings of feeling like they're just kind of treading water we're just seeing things we've already seen this is well territory
2: yeah they could have called it the reunion or something because basically it exists just to reunite it's just to give us our the cameos back which it just sucks because it's like i feel like i would have liked it i liked it on the whole you know net positive um and we have some we have a little bit of overall plot progression a little tiny whereas you know last week was a, a leap forward this was a little scooch right. little scooch forward um little scooch uh, but it's just it it just sucks cuz it's just it's just tainted a little bit because of what was our like favorite character a, a season ago it's just like oh it's just it's just hard to yeah square you know i, mean, it, I, I don't want to speak for actresses. for everyone
1: cuz i know that tim had had some some issues with Kara Dune's portrayal um I think I definitely w- was reacting more to loving the archetype than necessarily loving her performance but like I love Kara Dune I just wish that Gina Carano um was worthy <laughs> of <laughs> of all yeah. of the cool stuff that she's getting to do <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's like it's, broadly speaking, still having a little bit of uh, different body types and thing and different types of characters that mm-hmm. you don't normally see uh, is good. But y- yeah, what do you? I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, everyone sucks. It's just that she sucks, and she doubled down on her sucking and and yeah. all, the, all those things. Yeah. Uh, I liked it um, just because uh, it w- a chunk of it was focused on not Mando. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. did sort of roll my eyes w- during the, uh, uh, previously on. I was like, why are they showing that wet boy? Why well, are they I mean, showing I... that wet boy? And then when I showed him, <laughs> I rolled my eyes, but I was like, I like this. Fine. Give me yeah. that candy. I love a candy. <laughs> um, well, um, the, the action was good. And, you know, they yeah. plop down that we get like implications for larger story stuff. So that's what sort of like, I don't really care about the side quest cause that's always it's weird right because before he didn't go on side quests he did like it was all side quests and so now that we know where he's going it's this weird sort of like negative thing which is sort of funny uh in my mind because it's hard to square away based on like it's like oh i should like this more but i'm like i just want to see a lightsaber um but yeah i think getting to the imperial base i thought did work for me for a variety of reasons uh, chief of which was the fact that it felt star wars as fuck like this felt like it, this section could have been yeah. implanted in any of, of yeah. the films and it had so many of the tropes uh that many of the films have.
2: very much so yeah um yes yeah, so let's, let's dive right in this episode was a like average length 37 minute runtime and was directed by carl weathers actually
1: yes which is, uh, it's really wonderful how much they're opening it up and having sort of get. I they've always had a rotating kind of directorial choice for this show, but I love that Carl Weathers got to direct one.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. So uh, the episode opens with our jacked up Razor Crest held together with string, fluttering <laughs> <laughs> through space, which we love. You know what you love That's it. Funny. Um, I liked this cold open. I did like the cold open a yeah. lot of this. I mean, it was adorable. Where he's he's it trying to so have good. Yodito be his little helper boy, little mechanic Yoda. That, yeah, that was the, great. Like <laughs> he's
0: getting older, I guess, enough to the red uh, wire stuff, minor <laughs> me- mechanical uh, uh, assistance. But it's so dangerous. What a little yeah. goof! He doesn't know how to follow directions, little <laughs> yeah. scamp. The- I-, I loved how long the scene went. He-
1: <laughs> yeah, this was by far my favorite part of the episode. The sequence of him just like giving instructions to baby yoda despite there being no evidence whatsoever that baby yoda was qualified to, to do these actions yeah <laughs> knew what red or blue were <laughs> oh,
2: and then him shock himself and have adorable little cough
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah that was great That They're was really so leaning good. into the baby yoda noises
1: um yes uh, the, and the, the sound moment- editing for baby yoda in this episode was extremely good um also i loved the moment where after baby yoda like clearly electrocuted himself um uh, mando just like sighed and like dropped his head down yeah. like this is <laughs> not working and it's like dude your ward just got like fricasseed in in your yeah. kid
2: he's fine um, he's fine and then, uh,
0: his, m, his m count is off the charts so oh my god don't to, worry we'll <laughs>
2: sure um so there but i just it, it's nothing it's not even a big deal but i just thought it was interesting is so they had a little moment after that where they're like oh he sets up basically what this episode is gonna be and that they we need help we need a ship prepared we're not, we're not too far from navarro let's go back to navarro mm-hmm. but they're both drinking something and does not it's it's half it's just barely there on the edge of the screen but you can see Mando's like lifting his helmet enough to drink from a cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is I think kind of cool is like he's like with yeah. in front of Yoda he's kind of letting it letting getting a little lax with it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like
1: I got really excited.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: He's leaning towards he, he you know he he's seen that there are other ways other than his super strict right. catholic upbringing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, maybe I'll experiment with some like sort of progressive new age, non-denominational mm-hmm. <laughs> iteration of of Mandalorianity.
0: I might start clapping while I'm singing. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Such a soup sippy.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm curious. If, yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm curious if there, this is supposed to be like a um, callback to pre- last episode of like, oh, maybe I can take my mask off i don't believe so i feel like we're too soon um for that i th- i feel like this is probably just what he does uh yeah you know around... i took it as
2: like him being super comfortable with with your details. Yeah. like we're yeah. a family like we're a family yeah we're, we're... yeah um so then and it... also we have there was
1: our... the shot of them um drinking their their uh, soups in sync which i mm-hmm. think was mm-hmm. a very cute moment
2: yes and then it cuts to our title card and then we um, go from there to a bunch of. I love one of my new favorite things doing this this podcast, the show, is when we have an alien that is a, a mainstay of the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I've seen mm-hmm. that in the background, or
0: yeah.
2: But then they show up. I'm like, I'm gonna look up what they're called, and I'm gonna look up stuff about them. <laughs> like,
0: yeah.
2: Um, so we've got uh, commonly referred to. I feel like in layman's terms of walrus face aliens. Yeah. Uh, first seen in A New Hope, uh, Ponda Baba, the one of the gentlemen who was rude to Luke Skywalker in the Mos <laughs> Eisley Cantina, and then got his arm Very cut mean. off. Um, there's a we got a handful of them. They seem like there are some bad some tufts, and yep. uh, so Wikipedia says those things um, on their mouth are tusks. Really, but as as I think they look like a pair of little butt cheeks.
0: Yeah, I, I could never tell if they were hard or or uh, they look like they might be squishy
2: soft. like spongy
0: yeah let me touch the aqualish sacks please
2: okay um did you know that there are three different kinds of aqualish and they all hate each of other course. there of are course. some and like the the differences are there's a there's a version of them that have four eyes instead of two and then like there's some that have only like three fingers and some that have five and there's three different like iterations of aqualish all from the same planet and they all fucking hate each other apparently
0: cool let's throw in some space racism we yeah it. right <laughs> yep
2: um it, it is it's super it's just them thinking they're the better iteration of their people and it's <laughs> because pure racism. i have
1: three fingers yeah if, if yeah. you if you really think about it all of these differences are just skin deep um and we should all come together as one whether you have three fingers whether you have four eyes uh,
0: mm-hmm. let us share a ferret over the- it is, i have a space <laughs> it's a ferret it's a space
2: ferret <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah so basically, they're apparently thieves because they're talking like they just like stole all this shit that they have mm-hmm. but um, they're like before we count our our loot let's eat this ferret, space ferret thing i'm just gonna chop it right here on this table that's obviously not <laughs> like a i don't see anything to cook it with nearby they're just on a table in a room um, they're gonna
1: split one ferret four ways. Like that's like I know a and leg eat a, is it and ferret? a thigh. Is it space
2: ferret sushi.
0: It's so small, and they probably had like a hot plate somewhere. Who's to say?
2: <laughs> but uh, someone shows up They're like it's the marshal. The marshal's here, and for a oh, second crap. I was like, Timmy is Timmy back? Timmy Elephant.
0: <laughs> it's like, why are you here?
2: <laughs> uh, but nope, it's it's Cara Dune, and she,
0: yeah. you know, she she, she she kicks down the door, and she's like, "Y'all put your pronouns in your bios." Gotta gotta fucking shoot you. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: <laughs> and uh, it's a decent she, she's tussle.
1: she's it's
2: yeah, yeah. It's, it's, good. it's good. She gave you him know. a thwacken, Rescues the space yeah. ferret. And uh,
1: uh, anything about the scene. good at
2: we got anything on this? Yeah, she's good scene? at
0: tussling. I think the fact that, you know, hiring someone that is good at fighting in in, in their previous life uh, pays off because she can do a lot of cool shit. Um, mm-hmm. Politics aside, yep. yeah. I mean, I, uh, I
1: appreciate one of the things I appreciate about the way that Cara Dune is presented is that like a lot of the time when you'll have like a martial female character, she'll do like delicate little flips and kick and it's almost like ballet and... and it, Sexy fire. Yeah, Kara cool. Dune just picks people up and throws them. <laughs> like like she's just <laughs> you know, Kool-Aid manning yeah. her way through all of the, the <sighs> mooks.
2: And there's a moment later in the episode, and again, I really like the character because yes, it's not you know... Like as you alluded to, they're bucking some cliches, right? And there's a and she's like the muscle, which is awesome. And it's like there's a there's that scene later where, just kind of, um, same thing you were just saying, Jane, is where she comes up and like chokes the guy out at the base and just purely just like wraps him up in her muscular arms and just chokes him out in like a few seconds. And it's like that's cool that you're having her do that. Not you know it's you know Mando is like the the more tactical delicate like glass right. cannon and yep. she's a tank and it's cool and it, um you know just wish the person playing the, the role didn't suck so much um but uh then we've got the razor crest showing up on navarro and we have what i put as, i mean a pleasant enough a pretty generic like how are you old friend type
1: reunion yeah with I, grief I, I, it- it's definitely presented that, like, the town is turning around, and they've been doing good mm-hmm. since he's gone, and but oh. Mando is worse for wear. Like, okay, yeah. Uh,
2: like. <laughs> but they're gonna fix up his ship, he's got his, his two best boy mechanics on it, and they're yeah. gonna get off. He goes,
0: alright, fix this ship up, it'll be done in five days, looks at the camera, everyone, it'll be done in five days. Many, it's gonna take you a long time to fix this ship, and then looks back at Mando. We're gonna put Yoda in school because it's gonna take a long time to fix this ship, and then <laughs> they like they wipe their hands and say it will not be done by the end uh, in forty or two hours. It won't be yeah. done in two time. hours. <laughs>
2: yeah, time is interesting here. Um, but uh, yeah, then we've got that. Uh, it's funny the comment he makes about he has it says he has his run in with. Um, the New Republic, the X-Wings from episode two. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, they why even bother trying to mess around out here? You should just leave us alone type stuff. And it's like, yeah, you know what? If you're out on the Outer Rim, it's probably between the Empire and the New Republic. It's probably just, like, whatever. You know, same shit, different day to you. Yeah. It's so far removed. You don't They're just trying
0: like, to, like, change your import tax codes and shit like that. Like, <laughs> right. Come on, get out of here.
2: Um, uh, yeah, the school, I mean, I... I also, Ugh. very much like the school scene.
1: Yes, a lot of Weird. good, a lot of good. Imagine good bringing it like,
0: content. yeah, love to see it. But it's just the whole thing of, like, oh, you gotta <laughs> this poor droid is like, you brought a baby in. It doesn't <laughs> yeah, speak. Like,
2: I also, like, yeah, the droid's like, I guess, okay, uh, okay, droid, I
0: guess I'll teach this like infant about hyperspace lanes. Sorry, rest of the children. <laughs>
2: I'm not a daycare. Is that a, da- like, not exactly. a daycare bot? Like, and then, like, we don't so know funny. what your know, details reading level is.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it means it's, it's 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 just gonna bring down the learning of everyone else. Oh. You need to have specialized schooling for these youths. And then we get
2: our first. I love. We get our first use of force powers this season.
1: I know. Yeah. To steal so cookies. so I do appreciate the like frontier western troop where it's like there's a one room schoolhouse mm-hmm. and like uh, a teacher who's yeah. doing her best, but there are kids of all ages there. Um, just the putting, button. yeah, but putting Baby Yoda into a like desk that's sized for a human, like adolescent. He
0: looks so adorable in there. He Someone looks very some, cute. Like, I want to see the cut of Mando that just replaces. Um, uh uh baby yoda with like a baby of roughly the same age you know <laughs> just like a, t- a toddler that can co- that walks poorly but can't really do much uh uh but <laughs> there's also no alien babies here That made me. yeah come on give me, uh also like the the baby greedo mask <laughs> from episode one that right be lying around it sometimes. was
2: weird they didn't bother they didn't bother throwing in it was all like human kids and then mm-hmm. Yoda. Uh I also like how the cookies were blatantly just blue macarons. Macarons. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> which I love macarons, man.
1: Sure. My my yeah. first reaction was, Disney, I see what you're doing. You're gonna have them in Galaxy's Edge next week. Oh, and they are percent. Yeah. <laughs> and and oh I, I will I will purchase them, but you clearly just made a commercially available food that would be easy yes, to literally. source. And yeah. but you know what? Babe, I have wanted cookies that much.
2: What are we thinking that flavor is going to be in Galaxy's Edge? Vanilla, Raspberry. just a generic berry.
0: Yeah, generic berry.
1: Yeah, generic berry. Like like a Mountain Blast Gatorade, but in cookie form. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I so appreciate this moment. It, it, it's a great moment in Feral Baby Yoda, mo- like just being like, I want those cookies, and the kid being like, You can't have them. They are not yours. They are mine. He's all in. <laughs> yeah, and then Yoda being like, "Actually, I I will have the cookies. I will." That was naughty.
2: <laughs> the most unrealistic thing in this show about aliens and space wizards is that someone would look at him and say no and turn him down and like the, and like be able to refuse him.
1: I I feel like I I love the idea that like little kids between the ages of six and eight are just immune to his to his charms they're like no you want to eat my cookies you're just a grubby little baby leave me alone (laughs) it was so weird to see him in a school though and it just like really reinforces the degree to which the the lifestyle he is living is completely not focused on enrichment or education
2: then we got we cut to so kind of like a walk and talk grief Kara, Mando they go to his office and we see yeah from the very first episode of the first season his first his first bounty at least that we come in and see as viewers the the, the Mithral which is weird because the character is listed again going back to some they're just getting buck wild with how they're naming the cast because that is his race is Mithral but they call him Mithral. Grief calls him Mithral, and that's how he's listed in IMDb. But our buddy Horatio Sands is back.
0: Maybe they still, there's not a, a lot of them, so mm-hmm. you know it's like, hey, yeah. talk to the Wookiee. Yeah. Let the Wookiee win. You know what I'm saying?
1: And they did that with the the way in uh, Episode One of this season too.
2: So oh, that's right. way wasn't yeah. is not his name. That's the that's the that's the race is Weequay. Yeah, that's
1: yeah. Yikes
2: i mean that's kind of timothy
1: oliphant canceled no no i'm i'm not joking we can't we can't absorb the cancellation of any more characters in the bandovers
2: right
0: yeah it's just weird and lazy considering they as we said before the coolest part about the show other than the jetpacks and boba fett is there mando's boba fett by the way uh and uh, per what i'm saying but like it's just seeing star wars m- normal moments and i don't believe and i hope that, i guess i hope right i hope that they wouldn't just call every non-human race like hey Weequay, hey right mithral hey you chewbacca's the,
2: try that yeah, shit and in dnd you get in trouble real fast <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so contrary to to like the entire plot arc that Frog Lady had like she had such an interesting fun nice nuanced mm-hmm. arc that subverted this idea that she's just like a comic relief alien but then they're just calling her Frog Lady like this yeah. character has yeah. been in multiple episodes now and does not yeah. have a name like yeah, it's
0: very, very, weird, very weird You, yeah I it just makes it. It's like yeah, most species are humans in this world, sure, uh, but still, you, there's so many aliens around that you would just call them motherfucking fucking names, right? Yeah, it's I mean,
1: not it's like not, it's gonna again, be harder. Take
0: four to random say. letters,
2: put them together. That's his name. Yeah, his name's his name's Marty Schlock's. There you go, Marty the Marty Schlock. <laughs>
1: yeah oh yeah marty schlocks that's that's his name
0: he looks like a marty <laughs> that's, schlocks that's a good name i like it actually
2: <laughs> um but then he sees mando of course and he freaks out and he farts at his neck which is
1: yeah um because i think Cara Dune is yelling at him or i forget um
2: no i think it's because he sees mando because mando's the one who
1: that's right him. that's right he doesn't like and it He's like ah
2: oh, i still can't see on my left eye
1: which and like grief had a whole uh like merc guild. I find it very strange that this is the guy that he hel- has to help him do this like delicate infiltration mission. <laughs> this mm-hmm. schlub.
2: Oh yeah, I wonder what happened to all the. If he's still running bounty hunters or not, or is he purely just running the town?
1: He seems like he has like gone full mayor. He has a whole new mayor yeah. outfit and everything. Mm-hmm
0: yeah it seemed to be implied that he's like oh, i'm busy with i can back to that old life and sort of implies too that bounty hunters are only in uh your, your standard uh, uh dan of scum and villainy type situation mm-hmm. so yeah definitely the, the mayor good trope good trope love to see it
2: yeah um <laughs> so then they do a thing i've talked about so much but i'm gonna Cause, so so here's the premise of the show also guys totally called this shot he had to go somewhere and talk to someone and they needed his help with something and that's the episode right <laughs> so I mean yeah. <laughs> I really went on a limb with that prediction and it paid off big so you know like big risk big reward uh, mm-hmm. go me because yep. they want Mando's help destroying uh, it, what they claim is uh, an Imperial base that's not really in use might, still has a minor skeleton crew that's what they say. Right. But again, it does this thing where I feel like John Favreau is listening to Body Buddies and fucking with me okay. because he's like, this side of the planet, this side of the, pl- this side of the planet is totally safe and fine. But over on this side, there's an <laughs> imperial base. That's still a danger. We're gonna just take a day trip there in a- what is essentially a car and get there and back and <laughs> blow it up you never so done a basically road trip there i'm led to believe that the planet of navarro <laughs> is the same surface area as like texas for the entire planet yeah. like
0: yeah the gravity is all fucked up you can tell sometimes because like, that's the, the only away. thing that makes yeah <laughs> it's literally be yeah. like
2: hey guys our country this our continent's pretty chill um there's some fucked up shit going on over in like, like Northern China, Mongolia region. So we're just going to like oh, hop let's in. Go, my yeah, let's go check it out. Drive over there <laughs> yeah, and then we'll be back by dinner.
1: Yeah. Okay. We, I mean, we were going to go <laughs> apple picking. I love but it though. We can just go fix the problem on the <laughs> other side of the planet on the other tectonic plate. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's cool. Right, right, and the thing too is that like this show loves to to show us a night camping scene. They've never not shown us right. a night camping scene. So if it if they mm-hmm. went somewhere where they could camp at night and and crack wise and eat a meat over a fire, they would have done it. So sh- yeah, and then and the chase is clearly <laughs> uh, it's not that far away. Right. Uh, I mean, they did show that the. Um, green zone their town was like in the very edge like that's weird why is it why is it so dangerous so safe to the left and very dangerous 30 feet to the right uh (laughs) but yeah you're definitely right about the like uh, i love it but i guess why
2: not why can't you have a planet? i mean i'm sure there might be (laughs) like someone who knows physics out there it's like well here's why like life would not sustain and it would have no atmosphere if it was if it was too small or something but
1: yeah, well, and I also like the idea of Kara Dune just having this, like, big three-dimensional globe map and being like, okay, these are the parts that are good, and this is, like, Volcano Empire Desert over here. But, like, right. is, is she also trying that part sense, manually, cause... or is there some sort of, like, report that she's running? <laughs> What's happening behind this visualization? Google
0: Maps. Yeah, Google Maps. <laughs> uh it it is weird too because it's like all right so if it is a skeleton like why why is the rest of the planet not dangerous and why is it because of this base that you say is mostly abandoned sure they're lying but also it doesn't feel like the way that they present it that they're lying they seem surprised too so i'm very i I don't know what i felt like Like, we have to get, we have to go this base. I would argue that. This episode's really lazy. And, and like, the more we're talking about it, the less I like it. And we already Uh, had it in uh, episode one. But, like, none of it makes sense.
1: Like, we we already saw this where someone pulled up a map of the planet and then rotated it to the other side of the planet and was like, the thing you are looking for is over here. Um, and it's probably abandoned. It's like, no, it's not. You didn't,
2: you didn't need to bring geography. in here's the thing that kills me, though. is like, you didn't have it's to make problem for yourself as a writer. Right. You didn't have to bring geography. Yeah. You just literally had to be like, things are going good here with the city. However, there is still something of a looming threat that we want to deal with. That's not imminent, but could be. And there's still right. an imperial base that has a little bit of activity. But it's like, I would argue the fact that there is an imperial base less than a half a day's trip away that has fucking tie fighters that means there is no safe <laughs> part of the
1: planet like,
2: right. like, yeah. you know.
1: also the stakes are so weird <laughs> like i think that they thought that in order to be invested in this we had to think they were doing something to make the whole planet safe but we don't care about this planet we only really care oh, about that. this this town so like you could say like When we get rid of this Imperial base, the region Uh, will be safe, and the stakes would be exactly the same.
2: You know Tim was born on Navarro. So rude. You know he cares about it.
1: Oh! Did you lose anyone? (laughs) Oh my god, that that moment. That line. Okay, we'll get to it later. (laughs) That moment sucks.
0: I don't like Star Wars anymore. That's the worst part of my life. So bad.
2: (laughs) They make Mithral drive him out. Um in his to feeder loved. to and he's just like complaining the whole time out to the base like the, just pull the, up
0: Dude. the chicken pot pie filling of this episode is good the crust uh, is bad it but is we all know and
2: overcooked and yeah, yeah. Um, we all
0: know that when that happens it ruins the chicken pot pie so you just have to like get rid of it and yeah. that's you know it's whatever so in my mind just get rid of all the bad shit in this episode okay. so it's like, <laughs> you when get, when like a, th-
2: a couple weeks ago you're like yeah just make good decisions <laughs>
0: What's wrong with Yeah, just you make good. Yeah, yeah, simply make a, like, <laughs> yeah. make better decisions.
2: They get there, the door is locked, and uh, they do this twice, where they they do a falling stormtrooper gag twice in this episode. But Mano Pets up high while they try to unlock the door, and then you just see a stormtrooper fall, uh, smash. They unlock the door. They go up. He's up there. He's knocked out a couple of them.
1: He's mad that there are a lot more people here.
2: This is the part... Tim, you alluded to this earlier at the beginning, which I love. Because this whole... This sequence, though, a lot of... This this whole next, like, action sequence, at least, was very... I liked it because it was very nostalgic to me of A New Hope. Of the OG original. The one who started it all. Because... You know, it's an imperial base, very typical imperial base design. They're creeping through it stealthily to get to some kind of reactor that they need to power up or down. Doesn't matter. Um,
0: we love both of them. I love again. There, there appears the to be in... a
1: box deep in this imperial base, and yeah. and the purpose of this box is keep lava from exploding <laughs> into our base. <laughs> and I, their their who? goal is to is to push the button that flips it from keep lava out of base to fill base with lava
2: the the royal architect of the the empire is a psychopath because no catwalk <laughs> again,
1: or all catwalks no guardrails
2: the narrow as fuck guardrail. yes catwalks <laughs> with no guardrails it's like here's a yeah. critical console where man i hope you're not yeah i hope you're not uh like wobbly because there's literally nothing yeah. to fucking hold on to either yeah. <laughs> like,
0: our friend I, I, Mithril pointing it out was really good. That's like the best part when they mm-hmm. like the Man. the good times they like kinda wink at the camera. This like he's like throw guardrails, what am I gonna but do? It's very much like Obi
2: Wan <laughs> and Death Star, like powering down the tractor beam. Like why is yeah. it there? Why is it on this yeah. column that's right. over like a a mile yeah. deep open shaft on this narrow like why is it, that why was that if- designed that way?
1: If I worked in this base, I would drop my iPhone into lava, like, at least twice a week. Like, just like, whoop, whoop, whoop.
2: (laughs) Also, it's all, like, electronics. It's just like, why can't I have a button in this control room for everything on this station? It's all wires. Like, just give me a Why does the button have to be over there?
0: In all honesty, I think that's... it. I think that what typically is happening here is that was the intent is that there is a central control room but it's way too dangerous to get through and so that's probably why obi-wan went right. directly to the source and he powered it down there it's like having you know it's like in, in Jurassic park where they they can't uh turn the fences back on or whatever so they have to go down directly to the source mm-hmm. uh this makes a little less sense it makes some because like uh like they're using the lava for power and that makes sense like okay they're doing something that requires power so they they build on a place that has a lot of power uh they go to the source turn it off but then we get the part later where the stormtroopers come by and try to turn it back on uh it doesn't necessarily break the balance of belief based on that logic that there is a control room for where they could have like if the normal day-to-day they don't go to this thing but we don't know that you know that's the thing that's like us uh, assuming
1: and and what we're uh, coming up against what we're coming up against is something that is fun and absurd about star wars as opposed to like a new absurdity that they have introduced in this episode like yes you see it and it's almost like a visual gag because you're like listen the empire (laughs) like you need to not build your things like this this is why, <laughs> this is why you know stormtroopers are always missing their shots. It's because the talented ones keep falling into lava or falling off of catwalks.
2: <laughs> but I would say the I'd feel like you said not not you don't need to get there that often. I'd say I'd say the thing that's keeping your base from exploding in lava. <laughs> you want to check on it pretty regularly, like daily. Like,
1: yeah but not it like who who wants to go routine, <laughs> <right? Yeah. laughs> and those stormtrooper routine armor are not the- that's
2: not i feel like you're not very dexterous like no <laughs> very clunky yeah there are so many dead stormtroopers at the bottom of that lava shaft <laughs>
0: so before this fight
2: i'm not even not even counting just in the like the course of daily like business so many yeah. down
1: there <clears throat> it's true lots of <laughs> but vitrician. then we have of course
2: our alarms going off Alarms going off, the base is going to blow. We have our countdown, so there's mm-hmm. going to be a, um, and then on their way trying to just get out, they stumble across a couple of what I call console dorks because they're just these fucking <laughs> yes. nerds, yeah, like at the console, like, destroy it all, destroy it all, yeah, and then also like shoot it. I'm like, but would that
0: destroy all the data? You just shoot the thing. <laughs> I don't <laughs> just shoot well, at the screen. I, I guess if they know, it's a little weird because it's like the base is going to explode. The fact that you're quickly trying to destroy the data puts a – it's a Streisand. They're streisand affecting this console. It, there's a lot of consoles that our, our, our heroes right. run by. If they would have ignored these consoles, they would have just been blown up in 10 seconds. Right. Uh, but they sand it, and now they're like, we got to fucking touch this console. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, which if, which I do appreciate. Time, as a dug a out the
2: the base is going so to blow up. Do? we got to blow up this very important thing. Yeah. before so the good guys who are right there don't come look at this very important yeah. thing.
1: I appreciate that that was a, a moment where what Carrie Dune was saying made a lot of sense like when she was basically like well they're you know spending their dying moments trying to blow this up. So let's stop and let's inspect mm-hmm. and let's find some plot items.
0: I love to find a plot item. Plot tubes. Uh, uh, I thought I I I like this plot. I like I like seeing the the bad parentheses good doctor again. We'd love to see him. Doctor Pershing. Mm -hmm. Sure, he's a tiny baby. So
2: yeah, they stumble across. Yeah, they've been doing experiments in this base. Apparently, there's like some creepy intubation or incubation, not intubation, incubation tube type deal. Um, and they stumble across a recording from Doctor Pershing that's addressed to Moff Gideon. Basically, in confirming what we were, we were talking about last season is what they wanted uh, Baby Yoda for, was to harvest his blood to see if they could steal the Force powers from it and put it into other M-cow. creatures. M-cow. Yeah, the MCAT. And they get very crea- They found a very creative <laughs> way to, to not say so a certain good. word that we all hate.
0: <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. I'm glad...
1: I, I love That's the idea that, that, out, that the Empire sees Baby Yoda as like a Capri Sun pouch full of Jedi juice. <laughs> like just like, let's get <laughs> that Jedi juice out. Let's use it mm, to
0: crack that build.
1: Boy. I mean, potentially Palpatine clones. He looked he looked mm-hmm. kind of snoky. I tried to get in close and and make what I could out of the uh, the thing in the tube, which. Um,
2: if since Star Wars, War, if it is a physical thing in your body, I actually don't think that's crazy. That you know, because if you made it this otherworldly, I just wish they'd made it some like non-explained otherworldly power. You know, power
0: no. like Midichlorians. <laughs> they're back, baby. You love. But I mean, them. the they're fact good, that though. you've
2: done that and you've rung that bell, it's like okay, actually, that does open that door where theoretically, right. if it's a physical thing inside of you, that could be harvested, that actually could be harvested, which is actually terrifying. We think of the implications if they could get, I mean, it's one of those things where it's actually like, I I hate midichlorians. I hate the concept, but now that we're here, you know, you can't, you know, can't go back. It's done. Now that we're here, that is, that does open a potentially interesting and terrifying concept where since it's a, it is like a resource that could theoretically be harvested. If you could take an evil as fuck person and just like inject them full of fucking, you know, two times anakin skywalker level chlorians. it's like oh shit mm-hmm. you got a real big bat on your hands that's mm-hmm. that's yep. creepy yeah. um yeah. yeah
0: i'm i'm curious if they're going to try to uh pull a clone wars and make the new trilogy better by being like oh this is how we clone palpatine you know and stuff like that I don't like
2: know. that's not I actually want, I... the real palpatine it's like a clone of him or something like that well, I That's mean, we, we
1: do kind of have like Snoke to account for, so I assume that there is just as a back channel through all of this stuff happening, the Empire trying to create sort of either Palpatine clones or potentially like because not to jump forward too much, but we saw the um, the Dark Troopers at the end of this episode, so you know if they're trying to grow bodies to power those i don't know i'm mm-hmm. not uh, Do, for the for the empire to be up to like wicked cloning for shit just completely tracks for me um yeah.
2: yeah i think it's definitely going to be at bare minimum it already has been but i think it's going to be alluded to uh the degree of subtlety remains to be seen throughout the series that Moff Gideon and whatever like his contingent is involved is part of the genesis of the first order um my big question is do you think they're going to do anything in the course of the series that is super directly linked to the 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 trilogy the final the last trilogy of like or is it just going to be kind of like alluding do you think they'll do anything that's super directly like no boom this is blank like I think just just kind of allude to it yeah,
0: yeah I think it depends on how long it goes I think obviously it's kind of like a cop-out answer like every season is going to be more going from alluding to uh, explicit like there's almost no way to avoid that right i mean that's that's essentially an uninteresting non-answer because sure if they have 30 seasons they're going to be after Mm -hmm. the events they you know or something like that but you know if i i think they'll if they get to like season seven i think they'll probably like drop something more specific
1: I assume that it's much more likely that they're going to tie in with other properties that they have going currently. So if the Mandalorian mm-hmm. was happening concurrent to the the sequel trilogy, then I would see it as being more likely that they do that. I would think they're probably teeing up Obi-Wan uh, series or any like spin-off characters um, that they're interested in doing other series for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe, because they have, like, a master timeline, so, you know, tapping into anything that needs to be set up for subsequent events. I
2: was, I, uh, one thing that I thought was interesting that I didn't know, or I just, is that when they're watching the recording and they realize, oh, the that, that recording's only, like, three days old or whatever, that they all had assumed Moff Gideon was dead this whole time. Yes, I didn't realize that. He, he exploded. To... Yeah, they
0: didn't, they didn't see him well, get
2: out. Yeah, they didn't see him get out. But I feel like it's in Star Wars. They've established if your ship does not blow up completely, there's there's never been a situation where I've seen a crash ship that didn't completely <laughs> explode in a fireball where the people didn't survive. it. It's either you survive <laughs> it fine. Yeah, Literally, right. the two options in Star Wars world are Star Wars universe are you die in a fiery death explosion, mm-hmm. or you crash and you're fine.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, There's and did no he between. cut his well, his way out of the ship with his dark saber? So, did, like, you'd yes. think they'd go and look at the ship, and they'd be like, "That's a that, that's a weird hole. <laughs> that's an odd <laughs> right? hole yeah. in the side <laughs> of that ship."
0: <laughs> well, the job was that he scared away probably just, like immediately came back, like, "Yay, that's true, that's seal, true, steal, steal, steal." <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Um. So things start going to shit. They got to get out of there, and then basically. Kara tells Mando, like, go, just go, just jetpack out of here, get back. Again, so his his little, like, personal jetpack is power- he can
1: fly across the planet. Small is this planet guys? <laughs> I want to know, how
2: fucking small is this planet? Um, Is it...
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, they, Is it they smaller created... than the greater
2: Boston metro area? Like, <laughs>
1: uh, Probably, I mean, no, Tim, do you, do you think that it would be- do you think I could jetpack to your place? Like, probably not. There's oh, a, easily.
0: There's a easily, how, easily. Yeah, I wonder easily. what top speed of the pack is. The the issue with Boston is that uh, our roads are designed like shit, and it's spaghetti, and traffic sucks. So it takes you forty minutes to go three miles. Like yeah. I could throw a frisbee and hit your house, yeah. almost Jane. Like There, I can, there, there is someone pretty, could. Someone probably the, could.
1: There's the the like decently sized river in the middle too. Adds a little bit of excitement um to the overall geography mm-hmm. yeah but i could
0: build a potato cannon that i could shoot you a potato i think i could make that happen i th- mm-hmm. i would get arrested before i finished it and i'm not going to do it because i i value my freedom um but i could probably do it
1: all right thank you uh listeners please write in if you would like tim to build a potato cannon and get arrested <laughs> no i
0: can't
2: uh, and then we've got... So he takes off, and then we don't see him for a while. And then we've got... Um, which, to I kind of like that. I mean, it was kind of interesting. Then we have Vain. just yeah. Grief and Kara and Mithral for a while trying to fight their way out. We have a little fight at that hangar room. Um, yeah. The Chekhov's tank pays off. Because he talks about how <laughs> valuable that yeah. big thing was right there. Yeah, and yeah. they get in it. And then drives it off the platform. Yeah. Um, which we had a fun, and then the canyon chase is pretty fun with the speeder bikes. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I want to give kudos as much as I will sometimes like call out things. I'm like, what are y'all doing in the writer's room? I will give kudos that the fact they smashed his speeder and he didn't have some fucking line like, oh, I had one payment left or I just paid it off. Like, type shit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. They the just, fact that he just him threw, in a, hey, he what does. the fuck, <laughs> was
0: <Yeah>. very good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, um, Uh, we've got, yeah, you know, I I do appreciate them splitting up. I feel like just acknowledging that one of the members of your ensemble has a jetpack and can go very fast and, like, has means available to him that other people can't do. I was like, yeah, that's neat. That's a good way to split the party. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah.
2: Um, I thought I liked the good action sequence, the canyon chase with the speeder bikes and, uh, and then the Tie Fighters, which duh, duh, duh. um, I like the. Uh, we had some good old classic uh, snarky banter between pilot and gunner, as we often yes. see mm-hmm. in the Star yes. Wars.
0: Yes, yeah, it's very interesting because, like, throughout the show and whatever, you know, I get the good brain chemicals when I see the references <laughs> to the Star Warses that I like from your. But then I'm like. Sigh how many new ideas are we having here folks that being said right. this is this is a good one this is a good mm-hmm. one i'm I, I i this one's not enough to uh the, having the the r5 unit being the same one that sucked that's shitty that's that's doo-doo that's a doo-doo ass idea uh having that r5 be the one from a new hope inside what's her nuts thing that's crap that's 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 friggin dog shit uh the what are you doing back there you know in your stressful moment we whom some amongst us would not say shoot gun better mm-hmm. uh, uh <laughs> but i did like how like herky and jerky the gun was so you yeah. could kind of tell that it was uh shitty and then the, the 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 tie fighter getting shot just enough and smashing that was so yeah. good i love mm-hmm. that that's
1: art.
2: good and speaking of the tie fighters man i love a good iconic like sound cue Mm-hmm. And like the, the whatever that weird like whale they have when they fly, I don't. Know, I just like it because it's again Twin very ion nostalgic, entrance, baby.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you have to assume that like, like some of the Star Wars lore that I have read in the past maybe isn't true anymore. Uh, but like. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of that thing where like oh this sound comes from their engines and uh, maybe mm-hmm. they could have fixed it but they thought it was fucking sick and so now mm-hmm. it's like a, a, a scare tactic well, and when the sound yeah. comes on and each of them their eyes kind of go wide I was yeah. like mm. it yeah. was Being a good minute that the for the Empire should be terrifying
1: Yeah, it was a good moment mm-hmm. for Cara Dune like her expression changing when she was like is that what I think it is Yeah, because obviously she would know that yeah. sound incredibly well
0: yeah and
2: even us as fans like that's a sound it's such a unique sound if i if we had our eyes closed and with zero context we heard that sound a of, of nothing i think we'd all be able to pinpoint like oh that's a tie fighter so which i i, I appreciate stuff like that
0: mm-hmm.
1: yep definitely but they make their way back to safety because yeah. um you know I, Mando made it back to the city, picked up his ship that is fixed, and made it back in time to save the day. Picked up Baby Yoda from school. What the fuck school. are we watching? What is happening?
2: It, it was not that much time, you guys, because, again, cutting the head, Baby Yoda still has the sleeve of cookies, and you know he he's a nother, to- and that thing will, be, like, you know he's yeah, not gonna and- take his time with that thing. He's not gonna savor it.
1: Right. <laughs> and, and to be clear, like, the ship, when last we saw it, was tied together with literally twine like like there was rope yes employed (laughs) Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah yeah
0: this makes no sense like i'm i'm all about you know suspending disbelief but what are you doing i couldn't get my
2: oil changed in the amount of time they apparently (laughs) fixed his interstellar spaceship there's just
1: two dudes (laughs) it takes longer to pick up your son from school than, ...than it took for him <laughs> to, like, do that, get a ship that had to be, like, re-made space-worthy and fly back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Basically for no know. reason. It would be less...
2: Because they would first have to undo everything that Mon Calamari did. I'm yes. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, the fact that the, all of his armor plating on the ship was, like, back to normal... I was like, come on. You should have shown him be like, alright, like, with, like, a cable like, with oil spurting out. It's like, I had to break off too soon. And then, the thing that really made it, like, doo-doo was... Uh him not landing and getting continued repairs, I think they sort of imply that he's just turning down the drink and he'll, he'll probably land. But they also extremely don't imply that. They they. Oh sort no, I imply think that the. Oh, going. I, I think the moving. idea yeah. was
1: that he, like he's not landing again. He's like gotta um, go. Yeah. I Which,
0: I think that's what happens. But they they do say enough words to so maybe because right. I've i've been in this game a long time i know if you point out something that actually happens in the show you're going to get a comment from someone's like no no no, they most likely would have done this it's like well you and i watched the same program and you (laughs) got something out of the show that did not happen sure what you said is logically within the realm of possibilities uh so uh i think yeah it's possible he quickly landed and then they did this but i do not think that's what actually happened yeah. i think they finished this fucking repair that took too long and six hours sure maybe grief lied to him about how long it would take he has like a crack team of like repairers <laughs> and, or something yeah. like that uh but they should have I like, i i desperate there's so many I, don't, I forget if we've talked about this before in previous seasons there's so much you can get away with by one line you know yep. it's the thank you for smoking right. why can we smoke on space stations because it's pure oxygen oh thank god for the whatever like it's that thing if they would have thrown in one line of like i thought you said your mechanics would have taken way too long it's like well <laughs> i guess you you earned it or something like that you know i can't believe they they served us this pot pie and thought that we would have it's, i just ha- i hate it it's, it's, it, it is my really brain is to to not fix. able we to move love on. the show
2: but it is so easy to fix him it's either he lied he's like i lied because i wanted you to stick around and help yeah, us with he this. lied five times or why not? <laughs> or you just do a thing where it's like okay they're they're not going right then and there to the imperial base it's like we we'll are rest for the night we're gonna head out tomorrow right. or we're yes. gonna head out in two yes. days because there's gonna yes. be like a shift we, we we got their like shifts down or something like that there's okay. gonna be a shift change in two days so then it's like okay great, and then you just cut two days, and it's like good. Yeah, that solves and everything. I
1: think p- part of the reason that I think I know I'm picking apart power- this one thing, and maybe also you are, is I would I'm willing to forgive a lot if they are doing something weird and cool or totally unexpected. <laughs> and this is like aside from the baby Yoda pits, this felt like I was almost like don't waste my time, like like yeah. you know yeah, there wasn't and, anything and new just, here. Well, there's nope. a lot
0: new here. I, I'll say, but like, I think it sucks because they they do have some genuine, like, banger sort of uh, implications for right. the show. Uh, the the cast learning that Moff Gideon's alive, big point. Uh, us seeing that this that uh, there's more going on with Baby Yoda and this specific base, huge. Uh, the reveal at the end of the episode, That's huge. Right. Like, like okay, while none of those things okay. are concrete. Huge. I think broadly speaking, um, like all of this is good, like, beefy good uh, stuff. But, again, it's like, Jane, it's almost like they just took plot pieces, put it in a ball, and did a shake, Yeah, and then, whatever. You know, I don't want to, like, talk too much shit, because maybe yeah. no. And, and I, I kind of feel but... like,
1: like, none of this, I, I just don't feel like any of the things that they advanced with this episode sort of justified them being put together in that way. Like, really, what this episode needed to accomplish was the ship is whole again and there's a bug on it because Mm -hmm. like we already knew that they wanted baby yoda to like they talked about like the material and stuff yeah i I know that i'm being really hard on this one episode but it's just like kind of a bummer because it's the first one that i didn't really feel like served me a delicious gourmet full of exotic treats that i could sample it was just like meh. Well, there was another
2: shot i to, to be positive there was another shot i did like it was during the uh when he's fighting the tie fighters in his ship and so when he blows up the one there's one left and he's really really high up and he like stalls and does. And the way the camera when like he flips it around i just thought it was pretty and like the, the way the camera goes up and over him and you see yeah kinda yeah, yeah. get that vertigo shot right i thought it was pretty I, cool and then he I hits th- on the thrusters but I mean, that you're was right. a cool shot. The only, shot, but that doesn't stop, the only no. problem
0: is the script. Everything else yeah. is sick. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I disagree a little bit, Jane, because I think they had to go back to Navarro because Navarro is important because that's where the lab is. I think they had to do that. Right. Um, I get that. Uh, I get uh, that. Uh, that being said, they didn't really, you know, you're still right, broadly speaking, because they didn't really do much with it. But, like, it's weird because they did these things that, like, I think you probably would have liked if they would have done it better. Uh, but, yeah, it just feels like. That's so that's strange. Com- it's, that's... Sh- it's a very strange episode.
1: Yeah, that's that's completely fair. I think that you're right about the script. Um, it, I don't know that the one-liners didn't really ring true to me, and almost all of the comedy came directly from Baby Yoda. That being said, it is an incredibly solid Baby Yoda episode. Um, and I don't hey, know don't, the last don't... time.
0: Oh so, yeah, my, my big wet boy. Don't don't dis- besmirch my big He's wet great. boy. <laughs> um. Really
2: interesting implication by the end. Kind of the, 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 well, there's two sort of Dana mot like two, there's like the very, very last one and the, and the one after Mandal leaves. So I think actually he does leave right away because then we cut to our, um, Backwoods County Sheriff, X Wing pilot, who mm-hmm. we know is, uh, is played by, um, because I think he does a good job. He, he is, uh, Paul yeah, Sun, I Han, like Young Lee. He plays Captain Carson Teva, who is, Te- or Teva, or Teva, who, um, was one of the two pilots that was bugging Mando in episode two. Yep. And, um, you know, he's, like, questioning grief. And it's obviously, like, maybe the giant giant fucking sp- uh, base explosion drew them out there. Uh, <laughs> and because he's a cop, grief's being very, like, uh, you know, throwing shade and not...
0: Yeah. You
1: know, yeah. You know. That was but good. Again, that was what, good.
2: I was thinking about it. It's kind of an indictment of the New Republic is why didn't they if he, it's like he comes after it's all said and done they're coming out to like what's going on here and it's like <laughs> okay well if you're out here and you're claiming this is your jurisdiction if they you know you should have just yeah. come here with a squad of x-wing and fucked that thing up and like blew yeah. it the fuck up like Wait. he did that uh one base in season one
0: <laughs> yeah I, I think that th- that is cool though because i think it's like it's a very real problem that happens when it's like what happens when you topple the 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 ordered evil it's like oh you don't have anything in place do you uh, uh obviously you know it's you don't want to use that as a a cr- uh, crutch for fascism but like there's very much this vibe of of the republic is putting out small fires whenever they can right. but there's a lot of them and uh, do you know how many worlds there are in star wars no one does no one does even the official lore keeper like as soon as they finish tallying them a new one gets added because it's in the fucking like lego star wars
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i Uh, mean the idea that that, um they're overextended in terms of resources you know you uh, the the manpower that you need to overthrow a regime is different from the manpower you need to effectively run a new one mm-hmm. and sort of the talent is different. Very so they're true. really stretched thin.
2: It, it is, I would argue though, if functioning base of the people. Right. You <laughs> defeated like would, would be a pretty high priority. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, Yes, that, that, that is true. It, it definitely was a, um, it was an interesting conversation between Kara yeah. and sort of the, the um, what was his name again? Because he he's recurred a couple times now.
2: Uh, the the pilot. Yes. Uh, his name it's he is Captain. Um, I just said it. Carson Carson Tava. Tava. Or Teva. Teva. T-E-V-A. Carson. It wasn't it was an, it was Kayla, an
1: interesting so. conversation between the two of them where, you know, mm-hmm. Teva was asking Carrie Dune, you know, like, why aren't why aren't you more cheerful to be cooperating with us? And she was sort of like, Well, frankly, mm-hmm. you don't you don't go here. Like like you you
0: yeah.
1: come in, you ask questions, you you know, throw around your authority, but you're not actually helping us. And then they got into some
2: uh, oh my God. real
1: deep dark stuff and a line that made me start laughing out loud <laughs> which they definitely did not intend that way
0: mm-hmm. they they
1: were basic like the emotional heft of asking Cara Dune did you lose anyone on elderon like he delivered that like like he was asking if she'd yeah. lost anyone in 911 and and it's like <laughs> And Dune and was like, "I lost everything," and it's like, "Yes, because she's from Eldoran. the planet that got yeah. exploded." Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: No what's she gonna fun. say? Like, no, yeah. conveniently, me and also, all of Jane, my family left.
2: You are not the weird one, Jane. You are right. The John Favreau, who is credited as a writer, John maybe gets the John. more people in the writers' room. Bro. did you? You mean when my entire planet blew up? Yeah, It's like
0: yeah. I mean, sure we. <laughs> We had no warning, but for some reason we were on vacation in Cancun. Yeah. That being said, my, na- my my fucking dog walker, and like, my my second cousin. <laughs> I didn't like her, but my my copy of uh uh, uh fucking uh, uh uh uh, shit. My brain is no, my No, just so my, worked out. Every all single my DVDs person I up. know was gone that day. Like yes,
1: yeah, it, yeah. Like all my cousins.
0: Fury word.
1: Like, yeah. Like like actually, it's gone. it's fine. Um, I didn't lose anyone. I'm fine. I'm glad that it blew up. It smelled like yeah. I, it's such a weird Wouldn't question. Wouldn't it be weird if someone's it's like, No, I didn't? Literally the I worst did, thing you could have anyone. said. And, <laughs> and, and yeah. it's so what gets me about that line, too, is that it is so load bearing in terms of the plot. This mm-hmm. is supposed to be a really meaningful conversation that establishes her motivations, that establishes like her. Uh, you know, reluctance to put down roots, maybe some difficulties she has forming mm-hmm. lasting relationships. So if you're going to treat this as like a really serious thing that happened in world, you can't just beef better, it on a yeah, meaningful line of I dialogue. Like,
2: Jane, you are absolutely right. You are so spot on. And I actually liked I like that she's from around because, like you said, Jane, that explains right. so That's much. That's awesome. Her, Apparently, because like, why she turned into this badass? They call it drop soldiers, which I'm assuming we also you we, we talk know that she it.
1: is a, a comic relief long name, right? I think like like Carrie Dune's full name is longer than just Carrie oh, Dune. Really? Yeah, but she has one of those. It's it, yeah, like one of those Gide- fancy Gideon names. Says
0: it last season, it's,
2: yeah. Oh, that's right. You're right. But it's it, it makes total sense that she would be like a drop trooper, which I believe we talked about. They get like dropped behind enemy lines. And they're like the realest, like hardcore badass soldiers. And that makes right. sense because you'd be like, "Fuck it, what else do I got to lose? I'm just gonna go all in." Mm-hmm. Totally explain and like you Jane. I didn't even think about it. Excellent point of
1: Carissa Cynthia. She dude. was you know
2: reluctant. Didn't want to put down roots anywhere. And and God, there's such a better way. All you literally have to do is, <laughs> is have him kind of get like real somber and be like, "I say, yeah, you're from Alderaan, I'm, and just say something. To the place, like, I can't imagine what that's
0: like. That shit I'm sucks. Sorry. <laughs> like yeah. just and then so, leave it at that. And right, like, because the the yeah. interesting thing isn't that Cara Dune is grumpy. The interesting right. thing is why does Cara Dune not, none of this is interesting. It's, we, we've dealt with this. She's from Alderaan. We know what that means T- take the W. Uh, and yeah. you're, cause you're making a star right. war. If you have a character from Alderaan, move on. What is interesting is why Cara Dune does not continue to work for the faction for which she has a face tattoo. For right, this conversation does nothing for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh, there's some, I guess you could say, basically because she's like, I'm not a joiner, it's like you're a liar because you did join, yeah, and yeah, now you're, you're and you have continuing. a face tattoo, <laughs> so there is something there to that, but like. But yeah, Still, it, like the interesting thing is is not why she would fight the Empire. The interesting thing is why she will not help the Republic.
2: Right, and that would be a better if you want him to ask her a question and not just give condolences. That would be a better, more direct question. Is like, you know, there's still a lot of work to be done. A lot obviously, there's lots of issues out there. Why aren't you uh, still, you know? And then she could either not answer or give well, some kind of cryptic he, he, he answer. He does.
0: He he does do that. And that's does, the thing it, that that yeah. That's the thing that sucks about this part. Is the first part good? last part, bad. Because he's like, hey man, we need your help. Because it directly addresses the situation. We're talking shit about the Republic because they don't have enough resources. The good cop that we've seen before who has helped our main character is like, hey we really need your help for people like uh, on these planets and, and you know all around Like we are stretched way too thin please help us He's like nah and then they move on To the altar and stuff and it's like do do And then he gives her a medal And I, I don't know I think know, it was I like a think-
1: sheriff's badge of some kind
0: cool whatever i mean it's just that makes more sense but i it's just like this whole thing of like like but how why where has that been established in the, the lore i feel like everyone that has made that, that there's someone in charge of star wars that read every single reddit post about why didn't chewy get a medal in fucking <laughs> uh, oh my, my God, uh return of the jedi so now they're just giving medals all over the place like yeah. like like i this, this... How is this? What? Why is that? If this is a, if that's a sheriff thing, how is this wordless? He's basically saying like, "Cool, you just joined the." He actually just did join the Republic. Congrats! You're you're now this yada yada yada. It, it's very very weird. Uh, it felt metal to me too to the sort of like pippies on the bottom of it, but that could mm-hmm. just be a rank thing. But it, no this this to me felt like a
1: clear play for a spin-off series. This felt like what you <laughs> show. For the spinoff series, which I, I feel the same way about it now. I think there could have been something there. But, like, if this is the caliber that they're going to bring to it, I'm like, no. <laughs> well, uh,
0: she's just not a good enough actress to have her yeah, a show. That, that, so I, I don't really sadly, I don't think that's what they're doing. But.
1: Although I will say the dialogue in this episode was not doing her any favors. Like, I'm sorry. No one should ever mm-hmm. say the line. I'm not really a joiner. That, just don't don't
2: don't i don't know oh uh, uh, <laughs> john if you're looking for writers for season three i know one that'd be open <laughs> <laughs> um but uh so we're pretty much done we just have one little button on the end and uh it's cut to some the classic from the underbelly of a giant menacing spaceship Love that. Coming in over the top, cut to end. We've got like some, uh, no, like middle management deck officer in our classic Imperial Navy garb answering a com. And the face that pops up on the screen, oh my gosh, if you were eagle eyed, that's one of Grief's mechanic boys.
0: That's why they work so fast. You know, they're empire. You they know how to get yeah. do shit done. Respect. <laughs>
2: yep. It. Apparently, he's a little sneaky sneak and planted a tracker. On the Razor Crest. That dun, was naughty. Done. That was what, not a very do- nice thing to do.
0: Yeah. I, that's the thing, too, that makes me so mad because I think this choice is going to lead to conflict.
2: Yeah. <laughs> why can't everything just be fine in this show?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. um, but, Let him go to a buffet next episode,
2: please. Uh, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's one thing I say I'll like is I like this a little bit better than if. Because <sighs> what happens so many times in these things is Mando would get to Corvus. And meet Ahsoka, and there'd be like a side quest along the way, and then when the plot served it, Moff Gideon would just show up and be like, "Ha ha ha!" ha. Uh-huh. Now it's time for a big seasonal climactic confrontation, and it's like, "How did you? How you? How you know?" And it's like, "Okay, now we know." And I guess it makes sense that they would have a plant in that town because that was kind of like from last season—that right. was where everything like fell apart, blew up. So it's like, okay, he has allies in this town rather than like let's. Um, which I think is actually a very smart move on Monty. Gideon's part is like because he totally could have just you know what? I'm gonna fucking blow your entire city out from space. like mm-hmm. I'm sure he, you know he's got that big ship. I'm gonna wipe you off the, the planet. but he's like, you know what? maybe it's better if we leave some sources here like insert some 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 spies because maybe the the mando will see this is like a home base that he can return to and it will pay it off. Right. So I think right. very wise, very shrewd. So like he's going to
0: come back at some point so yeah. we got to we got a the tracker.
2: That gives us the the mechanism that will how we get all of these different pieces that we all the, that the board has been set with together for a big climactic fight which yeah could we could get that lightsaber fight with that'd be so good Ahsoka versus yes, Gideon
0: yeah. This is, and I do want to say, this is the good version of a fob, thank you very much, where it's like uh, a, a tracker and it's not magic. It's yeah. This is good. And I, I I do love the idea that this this particular fob is just buried so goddamn deep. I would hate to have the mechanic that rebuilt my, my wire and rust <laughs> ship to put a fob in it. That would suck so bad. Where even is it? <laughs> You're just going to find it and eat it. He, Yoda will find it and eat it, and then they're gonna p- dig through a completely large <gasps> mound of doo doo and be like, "What? How did this how out of that
1: guy?" It'll She'll be like when they cut open shit. an alligator and there's like a hubcap in there. <laughs> there's like, <laughs> yeah. like a full dinosaur <laughs> skeleton. There's a surfboard. That
0: little ball f- from the first season. We love yeah, that ball. Where's that ball? We all ask.
1: Four living four. salamander babies.
2: So, we've got... We are at the halfway point. Um, four down. Four episodes to go. And we kind of know where we're going. He's trying yep. to get there to meet Ahsoka. I'm really... I have no idea what next week is going to... I feel like it's going to be another... I feel like next week is going to be another detour. Like, interlude episode.
1: Right. Well, so I think we no know... Corvus.
2: I don't think Ahsoka.
1: Yeah, I don't think so either. That would be a weird mi- mid-season move. I mean, so... The, the plots that we're kind of tracking are we know that Bo-Katan is going after Gideon because she wants the Darksaber we know that Gideon is going after Mando because he wants the child so like there's a clear potential intersection there um, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: he knows I mean Mando thinks that he is towards the end of his mission which is interesting to yeah, me yeah he's doing like, great like, this is, in his mind, he just has to stop, fix up the ship, and then he's going to go to this planet where, you know, bo has said that there's a, a Jedi who can take Baby Yoda off of his plate. Um,
2: I predict that, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen next week, but the last, like, three episodes will be... Here's my prediction. I have no fucking clue what's going to happen in episode 5. Episode 6, he'll meet Ahsoka, and there'll be some kind of side quest they need help with. Uh, help yeah. us with this thing, Mando. You're a bounty hunter. Um, episode 7, Gideon will show up, and it will look very bad. And there'll be fights and explosives, and things will look really, really bad for our good guys. In episode 8, Bo-Katan and her people will show up, because they've been tracking, as you said, Jane, they've been tracking mm-hmm. Gideon and help save the day. And... The team of Ahsoka and Bo-Katan and Mando will beat Gideon.
0: I think we'll get Ahsoka next episode. I want to.
2: Good, let's fight about I'm,
0: it. I'm, 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 simply because you two have the opposite opinion. Just to be a little, add some uh, uh, paprika to this um, conversation. I think we got Ahsoka next episode. Well, I'm we saying. we also have, might be the very end, but
1: we have two finale-worthy characters here. I mean, the other finale-worthy character would be Boba, who they teed up in episode one. Oh, that's right. So Boba. Remember Boba Fett? Yeah, Boba Fett yeah. was in this season. Who knew? Um, so What if
2: that was it? What if he doesn't come back? What if that was literally fucking <laughs>
1: it? <laughs> Jeez, so they, they were just establishing <laughs> yeah. that he's still alive, and that was the only yeah. thing. Yeah, I. I so I, I don't know which character they're going to reserve for that like finale punch i would probably be well i would definitely be more affected by ahsoka but that is also me i think within the context of the universe boba fett kind of means more to more people so um having like boba fett save the day somehow i think would be great although it probably means that we would go back to tatooine which i am sick of
0: no don't make me jane Uh
1: take that back but, but I'm, I, if, I guess if, he could leave but
2: tim would you You're be okay right. going back to, to tatooine, if, Timmy tatooine. If, Timmy, <laughs> if your namesake was there
0: Timmy uh was... he's called him a, he sends him a gram oh uh what uh, gruff gruff what's the name griff gruff gruff says uh, <laughs> <laughs> griff gruff no uh carl weathers grief says um he'll send him a gram. Which I thought was just a, such a cute and fun thing <laughs> mm-hmm. of like, of course, they probably would say hologram, like they'd hol, a ho, yeah. hologram message, they'd, like, I'll oh, gram you. I was like, yeah. that's funny. They that probably would send you a holo, because I, I feel like that's what my Rogue Squadron book said,
1: but...
2: I'm very interested in what they're going to do, how good... Um... The Tana, like her makeup and like her pro, like her because she has yeah, like but big they've head been doing things, victory right?
1: laps this entire season it's been like kind of showing up yeah. and yeah. proving that they can do some of these iconic star wars species and make them look you know at least to our current eyes um really good um yeah that's why it'd be so tails. funny
0: if it sucks because it's been so good so far like what I are you know. doing Well, cause is like those the things, most important character that's gotta be a, a challenge
2: because they gotta look real but they have to be fun like, she has to be able to move
0: right. yeah but and also
2: she... they they gotta look like they're not <laughs> yeah, just okay. there you know what i mean like that yeah, takes like a look like they part she... of her body yeah, like... I, yeah
0: so i and think then when she kisses mando they gotta move you know what i'm saying
1: i think in some ways the um the characters from the jailbreak episode were like a proof of concept to see if they could pull it off um and I think that they did I mean the the Twi'leks in those episodes looked pretty good um Mm -hmm. and spooky so Mm
0: -hmm. yeah I don't know too scary if you ask me cool yeah I cool. know it was really hard on this. Yeah, episode. next episode was, they're gonna go to, to like, Tatooine but... and they're gonna eat no. like a lot of cool food and then they're <laughs> yeah. gonna do like a swoop race, like baby Yoda gets stolen and he's gonna have to enter like a swoop race, I think. I think that's gonna be sick. Which... It's gonna be pod racing.
2: <sighs> uh yeah. yeah, it's just weird that this episode is like we're just all kind of like lukewarm or in Jane, you know, less than lukewarm on it, coming yeah. on the heels of one, like this is like top 2 or 3 of the whole series for me last week and it's just like man
1: yeah it's yeah. good to
0: get out of the way right get out of the way yeah
1: yeah i i just as i was watching it i i know i mentioned this before but i was like oh this is how the boys felt when they were watching episode 2 like just feeling like nothing's i
0: happened. don't think that's true we were just like oh this wasn't that uh, this didn't hit us as hard we liked it Let's, let, it was just like there's nothing bad about episode 2 uh, we right. were literally just saying like mm-hmm. uh this yeah, whatever. It's it's yeah. it's formulaic. It does this. Some of the points that you brought up didn't hit us as hard, but your points were correct. Uh, this ha- this one had problems. That's,
1: yeah, that's yeah. fair. It, it just, you know, in some ways, I think having an episode that I actively did not like actually removed something from my stress level <laughs> because now I don't have to worry yeah. about it anymore. And also, like, even if I'm watching something right. that I don't like, it's still Star Wars, so... There's still it's still like you said last a er, couple episodes Tim it's still pizza <laughs> yeah, it's still wonderful
0: yes. yeah yeah I I I've, pr- I've probably said this before but I had the exact same thought when I came out of Solo when I was like oh thank God finally we got the bad one out of the way because like out of like so mm-hmm. many times seeing. Uh, the the new batch of Star Wars, like I was nervous at the beginning of every single one of them because I was like, please don't suck, please don't suck, please don't suck. And then when Solo happened, I was like, all right, we got that one out of the way. We they can just be <laughs> movies; they don't have to be on a pedestal. They can just exist on their own. Uh, and yeah, uh, but
2: they didn't get it out of the way, did they, Tim? We had-
0: well, they got it out of the way so that I could walk into a bat a, a worse film and uh, <laughs> be like, all right, whatever. <laughs>
2: I think we're just gonna keep te- like teasing. Uh,
1: I Rybo am Skywalker not engaging, and
0: like just not doing.
1: I'm not engaging. It's, it'd be
0: the least. It'd be the least interesting conversation on the planet.
1: Literally. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> and when we can talk I'm about Baby Yoda stealing cookies with his mystical powers, there's so much. There's so much to be had mm-hmm. there. I actually, you know, I was looking something up, and I had forgotten that Bryce Dallas Howard directed the first um Cara Dune episode, or I think one of the first big ones. So having her then come back um and produce other episodes, I- I'm wondering, and this is like completely out of left field, if they're looking to do a Carradoon spin off with her. Um, which I would not necessarily like because which, I've
2: It's funny how <laughs> I doubt it. Uh eight nine months ago we would have been like fuck yeah and now we're just yeah. like no. i no, i would not No, i no, would you not. wouldn't have
0: no she I, like i said last season she's not a good actor yeah i mean yeah she, she's a good character she but she's not it yeah yeah she's, she's not like she's not horrible uh you know but you can tell there's there's she hasn't been acting for very long either so like a decade uh-huh. maybe uh which is a decent amount of time to be honest but uh you know it's it's not her fault per se right
2: so <sighs> I'm optimistic for next week. I think it's gonna be great.
0: It's gonna be the best one. Yeah. Event. Boba yeah. Fett's gonna be there they're gonna eat chowder.
1: Again? <laughs> Another chowder episode? <laughs> Is that the bet?
0: I brought <laughs> you different chow Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's s so- chowder. It's like I've been it's all I eat now. I'm weird.
2: I could see next week being the boba one. Like what yeah. else are we gonna do? Don't when the boba fett catches do? up to him. I don't know. We
0: simply won't go to the p- point we've been trying to go the whole time. That's the thing. I think we're going to have Ahsoka, and then it's going to introduce new problems. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to invent the rebellion part 2 And I'm like, What? Yeah, you know, I'm going to rebel against the new Republican. Let's do it. I'm like, What? Uh-huh. Why? What are you doing? <laughs> That's what I do. I rebel. It's like, Oh, no, they cut out that I... line, which was bad <laughs> from Rogue One, and put it here. They had to. That's why they did it.
2: I'm actually doubling down. Um... I really actually hope we never see Boba Fett again because that would be so fucking. It's <laughs> so funny.
0: <laughs> Every seven episodes, you just see a little bit of the bottom of his dress, and we freak out and scream. <laughs> I love it. I hope so. Yeah. That would be that would rule. That,
1: that would be extremely good.
2: Oh, well, right. thank you for uh, joining us, listeners.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This
0: was fun. Let's do it again. This next was week. fun. Uh, yeah. Uh. Uh. You can find me on Twitter at Tim Lanning. You can find Pat on Twitter at the Pat Edwards. Pat. Yeah. What other fun pluggables I have? Did you have a certain big thing drop recently?
2: Or yeah. The- Thank you, Tim. So, um, the same weekend we're recording this, the short film that I wrote, uh, premiered dig- digitally on Laughstache TV called Joining Call. Um, so far it seems to have been really well received. Uh, we had a bunch of people join us live for the year. and since that time, we are up to um, five hundred and twenty-eight views. So that's pretty cool, and sixty-seven upvotes and zero downvotes. So hopefully, that Sick. stays pretty consistent. Um, Ash, the director, will be submitting, and I will be submitting it to uh, film festivals here shortly. I think we're still, and, That uh, is red as
1: hell. And
2: I've been really, uh, it's kind of emotional because the messages I was getting from people that sent it were all very like. Um, very very kind and praising, and, and about how much you know they, they thought it was funny and they laughed, and then people that said it made them cry, whoa, uh, in a good way. Um, I I like to I, I feel capable. I've done I've dabbled in many, you know multiple different genres and tones of writing. You know, very serious. I'm very much I think in my lane, writing something that is overall humorous comedy, but has a very heartfelt center to it. And I just enjoy that. I personally enjoy that a lot. I love things that make me laugh ninety five percent of the time, but then make me very sad five percent of the time. And I feel like that's emotional... shit. I, just, I I'm this. I have this whole theory on it. And I, emotional moments are have so much more weight and value when they are amidst. You know, when they're with characters that you've had a lot of fun with, right? And characters you really like that are, you're very endeared to because they're funny and you've had fun with them. So it's like. Emotional moments on shows like Scrubs, I think, hit so fucking hard because so much of that show is silly and fun. And it's like, whereas there's like dramatic shows and movies that are just endless slogs of hardship. And it's like, yeah, just throw another like shitty thing on the fire. Who cares? But it's like, oh, no, these are like 3D people that I like and I want to be friends with these characters. I would be friends with them. It's like, oh, no, something bad happened to my imaginary friend. This sucks. Mm-hmm. And, and it's mm-hmm. just, uh, I really like that type of. Um, media so that's kind of okay. what i was going for also very much like a slice of life of what we've all been experiencing these last eight months Hope, but uh you can still check that out it's only it's 12 minutes long the short it's called joining call it's on uh laugh stash tv so that's laugh and then s-t-a-s-h tv it's a youtube channel by the very very talented director ash blodgett go check it out
0: sick well, thank you so much, everyone. You can find us everywhere. You're well. You're you're listening to it. Uh, you can find us here next week when when you're you know you're listening to it now. But now look at your calendar. Add about seven days, give or take, and we'll be there for you. Uh, until then, this was the way. <laughs>